goes down smooth when I get a clean hit of the skunky, funky, smelly, green shit. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands and we have taken control of your radio station. This is the podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. My name is David James Young and I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again... Mr. Nathan Harrison. Hello, hello. Mr. Andrew McDonald. Good evening. And Mr. Adam Bartram. Hi. How you doing, man? Good. It's real good. You sound it. Yeah. Too many hits from the something. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Yeah, Dr. Green Chill Thumb. Out. Chill out. Yeah, we have Dr. Green Thumb here with us, so thanks for joining us. That's all right. <laughs> Top 20 people? Holy shit. We finally fucking did it. We are fucking plowing through, so let's not waste a second more. At number 20, the only time this band ever charted in a yearly Hottest 100 in their lifetime. At number 20, Nirvana with Heart Shaped Box. Number 20 with Heart Shaped Box. This is one of my all-time favourite songs. It's okay. a song that has been with me ever since I first discovered Nirvana around age 11 or maybe 12, around the time that the Greatest Hits record, uh, the self-titled Greatest Hits record dropped. And uh, of all the songs that were on that record, uh, this song spoke to me the most for whatever reason. It was the song that I continually tried to figure out in my head it's like you know there's so much here but what's it all about and you know you don't get any answers from the video the video is just like a weird acid dream that Kurt had one time and to me there's nothing to not love about this song it shows why Dave Grohl is one of the best people to ever get behind a kit for this style of music like the way that he will play really quietly and really timidly and then just go ahead and practically break the skins on the fuckers with that chorus. Uh, the guitar work is really, really well done. That chorus is just unforgettable. It just sticks in your mind and it's just delivered with such pain and misery and you get so much out of it. And just on an emotive spectrum, you start to see 
where Nirvana was at this point in their career. This comes off the back of uh, Adam and Jeremy saying this, another one of my all-time favorite albums. Uh, how many? In, in your, it's in my it's in my top one hundred. Okay, I made that I made that list especially for you. You need to send it to me so I can start calling you out and keep yeah. track of when you say yeah, all time favorite. No, like I I back it up every single time. You think uh, you think it's like my my thing that I say all the time, but I have that list now, so you can fucking shut up about it. All right, all right, you, can, po- you can police me <laughs> if, if if it if it you know if it pleases you. Someone's gonna police. Really? Do they really? <laughs> Is that is that a thing that has to be done? Well, I guess you know, fucking law enforcement are doing fines for jaywalking and you know getting on a bus without a fucking ticket now. So you know they might as well go the whole hog. Yeah, actually, we're going to give you a fifty dollar fine for saying that was one of your all time favorite songs. We checked the list. It's not there. It's not there. It's not. <laughs> You're in a jail, mate. <laughs> You're away for a long time. <laughs> Andrew O'Keefe is there. It's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew O'Keefe should always be there. <laughs> he always should. Uh, now, I want to throw this one to Adam. Yeah. Now, uh, what's your relationship with Nirvana? Was it a, was it a, just the hits? The hits, the hits, never mind, uh, a little bit with this album and whatever. And not necessarily of any given time period either. There was never like a phase that I was into Nirvana. It was, they've always kind of, I've always kind of like absorbed them as they are kind of around and, Ever present and you, you know them, with the musical you let them come as they are, <laughs> <laughs> or as they were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> that I have. Um, I think, yeah, but but I agree with the song being an absolute masterpiece. And I think, like, even before anything else happens in the song, the genius of it is that riff comes in and it says everything. Like, yeah. I, I there's actually a really great anecdote that I read about uh, Kurt practicing that riff, and he was kind of like living in the house with with Courtney at the time. And he was playing. He was playing that riff, and like kind of half. He was, he was in a closet. Yeah, he was in a closet practicing the riff because he didn't want Courtney to hear. Because and as as it happened, she came in and heard it. And was like, "Can I steal that riff?" And he's like, "Fuck off!" Because uh, and as you would, you'd want to steal that riff. It's it's amazing. Um, yes, I want like Courtney Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Apparently, she's quite instrumental to the writing of this song. Like there was a, apparently like a, a, a book that they both jotted the lyrics down. Apparently, um, yeah, right. and you know that's how some of the writing for this song came about. They just had this shared book that they would mm. write thoughts and lyrics down and whatever. And like, obviously, Heart Shaped Box has certain kind of uh, romantic illusions or you know like the idea of love is, is tied in this somewhere I and mean, the lyrics are quite quite difficult to penetrate in a lot of ways I think well, which is to said, their credit Kurt said that the song was largely inspired by documentaries about children with cancer yeah, as well. yeah wow. which makes sense yeah. and is and it explains why the song has it was has originally called Heart Shaped Coffin yeah I, I did Sorry. know that one as well speaking of lyrics I, the lyric that I absolutely adore just in terms of lyrics anywhere is um the one about throw down your umbilical nurse, like when I hear that, I just feel like I'm dying. Like yeah. it's, it's inc- the key there for me is that one at the end. I wish I could eat your cancer when you turn black. It's yeah. so oh. fucking. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's a punch, man. That's yeah. brutal. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like something, something about that noose, umbilical noose line, like the, the imagery and the po- the poetry oh, of it, and like what back. it's saying. It's yeah. like. Yeah, I really what's, adore that. What's, what's your relationship with Nirvana? Was it a high school thing for you? Or? Not overly. Uh, I guess, like I've mentioned when we've spoken about other grunge bands, grunge was never really my jam. First and foremost, I do love this song, but I will say that uh, whenever, like, this is a very greatly heralded and loved song, but it still has 
it's still quiet versus booming loud chorus, and that's just yeah. that is just what fucking grunge does all the it's fucking time. It's Nirvana formula. Yeah, it's, it's formula. Nirvana. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's formulaic. Yeah, and I think that's why I don't really. But they are the formula. Up. Yeah, fully. Yeah. But it's still a formula, and they already did it with other albums. I think it's a great song, and I think it's just, it's my, again my favorite Nirvana album as well. Um, but like when I think of why that album is so great, I think of Dumb and I think of Rape Me. I don't mm. think of Heart Shaped Box. I don't really like. I'm much more likely to like think of how powerful those songs are than this one, which I guess is it's not so much like them trying to reclaim the the pop success of Teen Spirit or anything like that. But again, it's that formulaic. It's it the, it's it is kind of Nirvana sort of distilled in some way. Yeah. Like this is you know this is hyper Nirvana or whatever. Yeah. This is you know. I still think it's a jam. I think it's a very good song. The lyrics are wonderfully obtuse. I do yeah. kind of again, and there is a certain amount of can't say the band for the fans because again like the fact that everybody knows like, I've heard that thing about the anecdote about the the, the joint poetry book before as well about oh right not, okay. not about it to the song I've heard that they did that and there's always kind of stories about how like oh like they wrote all these lyrics poetically together and like here's like people like you can buy Kurt Cobain's journal rep, like reproductions and stuff like that like that's fucking weird that this band has so much fucking mythos mm. about it because everyone's so quick to tie into the idea of Kurt being a god. Well, you know, like what I was, I was hesitant even saying these things because I'm reading them like not even secondhand, thirdhand, or whatever. Like yeah. I'm drawing upon sources far, far away from the original source material, and I guarantee that there's a there's a Nirvana fan listening to me right now who's <laughs> in their head just kind of correcting me on every point. And, I, and I'm not one of those Nirvana fans. But that's the like, thing: Nirvana fans would do that. Like, yeah, it's, it's like awesome. they're, they're one of those bands that like inspire such fervent love and I guess that is wonderful to a certain degree I think um, I think the mythology of Nirvana like I kind of I kind of pay it like I kind of like the fact that they do have such a mythological following I think it serves the legacy of the band well and, it, and I don't, yeah, I don't probably, hate but it that, but that's again the, it serves a legacy like, and they have such a legacy because it was like as yeah. ever, it's so, it's very fucking accessible music but still emotionally the payoff is is yeah, totally the payoff there. Is, the payoff like, is beautiful. And I, I, like, I, I, again, I do have to continually preface that I do really, really, really like the song. song. Yeah, but I just again I, because so you hear so many fans say that they are the last truly great rock band, or they are the most important band. <laughs> Fuck off! Yeah, or yeah, they're the most yeah, important yeah. band the last twenty five years. Like you hear people make spoken like a true Foo Fighters fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. I am though. Kind of I am. I was quite surprised that this is number twenty. I, I expected this to be higher. Could yeah. be. When I think nineteen ninety three, yeah. one of the things I think about is Nirvana. Of that is obviously because of what happened it, in 1994, yeah. but yeah. you know, like this Nevada. Like this countdown is three months. This countdown is yeah. three months before that happened. Yeah, yeah. how fucking but eerie is that? I just, I, I honestly would have expected Nirvana to get higher. Yeah, in this so countdown. I, I think if he died and then the, then there was a voting, he oh, would have. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Number, but like, you could say that with anyone. Like, yeah, if I Nick suppose. Cave had died, yeah, before this so. countdown, Ship Song would have been number yeah. one. Like, yeah, like anybody. Had yeah, died. I guess so. Like, that's just even that's what music even Nina Cherry. Totally. Oh. totally. Even if you are. <laughs> Nathan, what's uh, what's your experience with Nirvana over there? I don't know, like, not not a whole you lot. You don't know? What, what, what is. So, Nivot? Nivot? Oh, he's Nivot. not a Buddhist. Ah, oh, yeah. Right. No, like, I, I like Nirvana. I've, I've never really had a phase of Nirvana or anything like that. I mostly know the hits or whatever. You know, In Utero is probably my favourite Nirvana record, but I, I very rarely listen to Nirvana. Um,. Yeah, but that's fine. But this this song is a gorgeous song. Like, yeah, and for all of it being you know just a really distilled Nirvana and all that, like it it packs a lot of punches in. Speaking in about the lyrics, lyrics and the music and yeah, other Nirvana stories related to this song. One I really liked was how much difficulty they had writing it, and and Kurt actually brought it to the rest of the band 
to write on the floor and like what I love is how like disdainful he was to any ideas that, that Dave <laughs> Dave and kind of the other members of the band brought to it is just like oh, I just always turned out like noise and oh. I, I eventually came up with it myself thank god, love that. thank god for that <laughs> Yeah, because then I think of when I think of like experimental noise, I think of Dave Grohl. <laughs> He's real challenging. He's <laughs> yeah, just like experimentalist. He just like puts down and majoring pop music. As we mentioned, uh, a few months after this all happened, uh, the the countdown obviously, uh, we we did lose Kurt, and it, this year marks twenty years uh, since Kurt Cobain died, and so there were a lot of. Uh, Nirvana stories and a lot of Kurt Cobain stories and a lot of uh, kind of stuff that has come in uh, in regards to that. Did you guys, when you first heard Nirvana, did you listen to them knowing that whole story? I think so. I think regardless, tragedy is part of Nirvana's image and it's part of Nirvana's sound. Like, yeah, yeah. I was anguish, aware, anguish I was, is always there. Yeah, I was certainly aware of the the Kurt like suicide mystery mythos as I became aware of the music. Yeah. I certainly couldn't... I, I can't remove the two. I yeah. certainly can't think yeah. of Nirvana as being a band that just were a band. Like, I always think of them as a band that were fronted by iconic dead grunge hero. Dead guy, yeah. 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 I, like, I, I think that, like, especially, you know, like, being into punk in high school and being quite cynical of almost every other kind of music, my first impressions of Nirvana would have just been, like, a rock band that people that I didn't really like romanticised yeah. way more than I liked and I was just like this you know yeah not for me later on I came around and I was like oh I know this is a decent band but yeah, yeah. there's there's so much mythology and romanticism attached to it that it is quite hard to penetrate that if you're not on its side sure yeah if you're against it it certainly would be yeah. really really yeah. difficult yeah well like I said this is um, in the dying moments of Nirvana's career span but uh in that moment, I think I think something really beautiful happened, and I'm really glad that we got Heart Shaped Box, and I'm really glad that the public of Australia responded accordingly. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon ain't got shit on this odd couple, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. At number 19, it's Nina Cherry and Michael Stipe with Trapped. Find some time to be someone Like a valentine for Treat me like a fool. Hey, 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 hey. Some love brings me down. Some love turns me round and round and round and round. That I did Is it something that I That I got in my head Laying in my bed It's so weird Cause I know what I feel But together we stand And together we lay That's how I live Tomorrow and today Listen to the voice of experience Stop the beat Listen to the melody Round and round and round and round Yeah I know what I got to feel I'm feeling unloved Knocking at my door it was 50 and then there was more What a bore Then there was none Now there's one Cause I'm a lucky one Feelings of love I got feelings of affection Come on and give it to me Give it with protection There's no time to be out of luck The law says 
and talk about her. Nina Cherry and Michael Stipe at number 19 with the song Trout. What is this? Seriously, <laughs> what is this song? How did this come about? Like, this is... Oh, it's very... Because uh, you want to like it. Because like, oh, Nina Cherry, Michael Stipe, hey, this might be alright. And the music is kind of nearly good. And really? you're like, yeah, well, you know, but, but what is going on? I don't think it's horrible. No, well... It, but, oh, like, like, I think it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm happy to claim it. Like, hey, we should write a song oh, about how important sex education is. Oh, I think that'll make a really good song. No. <laughs> hey, no. hey, hey, you know what? Like, the kids really like rap, and I know neither of us are accomplished rappers, <laughs> but maybe we should <laughs> give it a shot. He is so an accomplished rapper. That's a jam. Accomplished? <laughs> like, Whoa. That's, that's a day job. Like, I've heard she's something. more of a rapper than a singer. Parents <laughs> and teachers get together, get cool. Children need to learn about sex in school wow. she's certainly more of a rapper than Michael Stipe oh yeah. man yeah. and like the, was Stipe actually involved in the recording or is it a sample of his voice like no a, it's him no, that's, it's, that's insane yeah. yeah it's him rapping isn't it like, oh yeah yeah he's, he's one of the two rappers such flow <laughs> round and round the bureaucrats go I hate the chorus so much yeah. like I like the chorus is the worst part I just want to say that I just want to but say but also it. the rapping about sex education yeah. is the worst part but honestly like the first part is okay before either of those two horrible things come in I think once the like the, I think it's kind of all writer as it goes along because of the big beats because I'm a massive sucker for stupidly obnoxious drums. Andrew, beats. Andrew, you yeah. past everything else. <laughs> you crapped on some pretty okay songs in the countdown. Don't, yeah, let, don't let this great. be the point of change for you. This isn't great, obviously. Oh, you, I would I would never good. We need you to say that. But I wanted to like like <laughs> it should be. Like, no, it's why because they're two pretty interesting musicians. I agree. From vastly different worlds. That that doesn't matter. Yeah. You can't tell me that like musicians that work in different genres of music shouldn't collaborate because it's intrinsically a bad idea. Because it's not. Because no, but it often leads to disastrous no, results. But, but think of rappers and just like some like nineties Britpop star, and then you would never assume the gorillas would be as fantastic as the gorillas are. Yeah, but, that, but that's kind of different that's because right. like because because normally like. Rappers have a way of kind of just sliding in, like. But when it's built, when do it, they? Yeah, yeah, they do. I think, I think they do. But like, when two people are trying to build, certainly, like a, a song around rap that they're not particularly. I'm just saying, not, not accomplished yet. I don't know much, Nina Cherry. I that's her jam, like, though. She's like, that's yeah, a, yeah, fully. Yeah, I don't know, like she's, a, a, she's a hip hop musician. Okay, yeah. you like saying Kanye has dabbled in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't know much in the cherry. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll kind of ignore it. Neither do I. I only yeah. know that other step, Buffalo's Dance or whatever. Buffalo Stance! Buffalo Stance. That's the only song I've heard of the fuck? Yeah. Well, I didn't listen to it for this. I just know <laughs> the song of it. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows it. Yeah. And, maybe I don't know. No, no, no. I did know it because it's the opening of Jamie Oliver's 15 Minute Meals. <laughs> Why do you watch Jamie Oliver's 15 Minute Meals? Because it's a meal in 15 minutes. Who doesn't need to know that? Because it usually doesn't take 15 minutes. To make I, a meal? I call bullshit on some of his shit. Like, you see, it's just... It's editing, man. It's totally editing. Well, you know, we're not as good as Jamie Oliver in the kitchen, so maybe it takes <laughs> us a little bit longer than 15 minutes, but still. <laughs> oh, alright, enough of this. I need to I need to speak up, because I'm the resident R.E.M. fanboy. Yes, I've not, not heard this, despite being an R.E.M. fanboy. Lucky escape. <laughs> Look, first listen, I thought this was cool. Thank I, you, it's not that bad, is it? No! The, the big drums are good, aren't they? Yeah, the drums yes. are... Oh, and the guitar! I love the guitar on this. Look, musically, it's almost there. But that's not <laughs> the only like component I said, to I will, the song. I will listen to anything that, that even barely involves Michael Stipe. They, they do... Like, like Yeah, but I will, I will say... Michael Stipe... 
can sing all he wants, he can do spoken word all he wants, but if he ever raps again, yeah. I will yeah. throw him off a fucking yeah. balcony. That's and you I, love this man. That's what R.A.M. Yeah, I love yeah. Michael Stipe probably <laughs> more than some of my, my immediate family. Like, right. Michael Stipe is one of the most important people in my entire life. I adore Michael Stipe beyond fucking words. So, it's a big thing where I say, just, I need to step in and be like, yeah, Stipey. It's through love. Yeah. The only way I can I can continue to love you is if you fucking stop rapping. Thankfully okay. he seems to have. Yes. <laughs> like this is there was no thankfully Nina Cherry and Michael Stipe album tour yeah, the, album or anything. There wasn't like. a Watch the Throne. No, there was no <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you close Little Dude Trout seven times. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run um, that motherfucker yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, it's... Look, it's not a great song, but I think I don't... I don't, I don't think I hate it quite as much as you do, Adam and Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I can tell. Yeah. It's, it's not great. I'm not going to listen to it again. Okay. But I got through it. I believe you when you say it's not I, great. I'm not... I'm not <laughs> yeah. I, it didn't rile me it's up like, in like if you are. No, but you know, no, no, few things ever will. To be no, right. it's just that, like that, that's rileable. I, you know, I, I see this on paper and I want to like yes. it. Yes, yeah, and like, just what happens? Yeah, what is? I, yeah, no. <laughs> well, we'll just keep on in our buffalo stance, and uh, we will continue to lose our religion in regards to this song. I think make some fifteen-minute meals. Yeah, and make some fifteen-minute meals if we want. Pack a tucker. Are you ready? At number 18, it's the Pet Shop Boys with Go West! with Go West before anyone says anything without any trace of homophobia because you clearly know I'm not homophobic this is the gayest <laughs> song in the history of the hottest 100 <laughs> this is the Pet Shop Boys covering the village people that's gay on gay on gay it's a rainbow cake of ass cum it's insane <laughs> that is insane <laughs> this is the gayest Gayest song that has ever been on the Hottest 100 And I'm fully, fully okay with that But before I tell you that story Adam has to tell you this story 
It is impossible for me to like this song any more than I do. It is... Whoa, I... I no, no, it's, it is impossible. That was impossible. a garden path sentence. I thought you were going to end it. It was impossible for me to like this song. I was like, whoa! No, 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 no. no. no, no. This is... I love this song probably more than I love anything. The, like, anything? I, it's up there. This is number wow. one. It is up there. This, this is better than The National, than Arcade Fire, than yeah. all of that. When it's, it's better on. than Wu-Tang. When, it's, when it is on, this is better than Wu-Tang. I agree. <laughs> when it is on, when nothing else is better than Wu-Tang. Not a <laughs> Damn thing matters. Oh, like, and I and I know that you've just stated that you know, yeah, it's it's it has it's a little bit gay or whatever, oh, but just a little. But you know what? I also think that it's raining men is one of the greatest pop songs of all time. I am claiming this. I yeah. I am on board. I'm you so... are one of the gayest straight people I know. To be fair, okay. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know how, like, Andrew, a little while back you were talking about headless chickens, and you had a quote that with every layer that Sorry, comes who? in... Headless chickens. The headless chickens. Yeah. Ha- headless chickens. Every layer that came in, you said you got a little bit more upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With this song, <laughs> everything that happened, I got a little bit happier. Yeah. To the point where the first time I was listening to this song, like, it starts with seagulls of the beach. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm and starting then the again. And then, yeah. and then the synth symbols, like, and then it's just the man choir enters. Yeah. The fucking and they're there man to choir stay. is the best. And then the horns. <laughs> and then there's a woman wailing in the background. Yeah. And it just keeps going. And in the video, she's a black statue of liberty. And the lyrics, as they gradually unfold, we will love the beach, we will learn and teach. Yes! (laughs) Yes, we will! Yeah, we will! Yes, we will! And then, like, the the male choir goes from just the go west, they progress to try and fit way too many syllables into way too short a time. And then that becomes a mess as well. And it's just crazy. And the key change at the end is... Oh my god, the key change! Fucking key change! It just comes in! I just want to go and fucking climb a mountain and just rip it off and expose myself wearing nothing. But rainbow-coloured edible underwear, just screaming. Go it is, west! It is an absolute jam. Oh yeah, yes. there's yeah. so much to love about it. I yeah. think that it's so the that start of it has that kind of that it is a, a riff on the chorus, obviously, but it's also a riff on uh, Pachelbel's Canon yes. that starts there, done with synth. And then that leads into a crazily sampled drum roll, and it's just so perfectly bombastic and over oh. the top that like. Like I'll, we often talk, and I find myself often talking about things being genuine and ironic and trash and truth kind of thing. But this it is just doesn't so matter. It's so 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 like because it's they're covering the village people and it's the Pet Shop Boys, and it's so so steeped in irony and trash that it becomes the truest, most genuine thing that could possibly be. And it's yeah. so wonderful. It's a it's a miracle. It works fantastic. I'm in disbelief it's, of how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly shocked because when you guys were just like, oh, I can't believe we got to talk about Go West, I was just like, oh, fuck, are you guys going to get your fucking catharsis on? Like, <laughs> I was genuinely concerned that this was just going to be a fucking bomb shelter and I was just going to be like, oh, I actually like this song, but I'm fucking no, I... amazed and I'm so, so happy. No, Nathan, I, yeah, I Nathan, Nathan right. give us some love. Yeah, what, well, yeah, what else is there to say? Well, actually, no, I are love... Are you on board? Of course I'm on board. Yes! Yeah! I'm not a monster. <laughs> I love oh, how Soviet so. the video clip is. Oh yes. my god, it's yes. incredible. Like, you the know, video's next USSR level. collapsed two years ago, and then this yeah. video happens. It's so joyous <laughs> and ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, obviously, that yeah. song is The best. crazily processed vocals that are like, they remind me heaps of um, the video called The Radio Star. Totally. Oh, yeah. Perfect, yeah. Per- again, perfect tone to strike for this song. It's just like, it's the, it's more. 
Like it's to me, this is the ideal version of the song. It's more village people than village people. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's what the village people wish. Fucking hard to do. Yeah. It's Plato's like, ideal. ideal village people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a wonderful jam. It's fantastic. There's so much to love. Like it's amazing. Last time we were talking about Pet Shop Boys was yeah. Like, Can you forgive her? And I was on board uh, though. Yeah, like I was not. Were, yeah, was, I was, I was it really was kind of okay. Everyone was just a bit like, oh yeah. But here we are. And here we are, just fucking smashing through. This pure fucking glory. I knew Nirvana would ever be. (laughs) And you're right, it like... But like as much as it's not kind of I guess de-rigger for a heterosexual man to say it, it is just the gayest song. Oh, it yeah. is so gay. But that's like, that's what makes it. It's so in, fucking fabulous. Yeah, and I say it in yeah, it, it is a wonderful song. It is, yeah, like I, I say, just it want to run down the street and suck yeah. a thousand dicks yeah. after this <laughs> song. It's just the best. And, the idea and I may like, well do that. <laughs> the idea of people hating this song is also just really funny. Yeah, exactly. It's such a horrible thing for them to be dealing with. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they also hate love. Yeah. Exactly. And kittens and puppies. You know, Come on. Yeah, and marshmallows yeah. and joy and know. the beach and mm-hmm. loving and teaching yeah. yes and going west yeah. especially yeah. going west S- such easties and those people <laughs> yeah. well those people are going to hell yes they are and those people are going to go to hell Thank and they're going to die I have I have a theory about this song and, and no, not everyone's going to be on board with this okay. but I, I I would like for this change to occur sometime in the future it's the change that I dream of is I want Every film to end with this song. Yeah, <laughs> like, it makes sense. I don't. I don't mind what the genre is. You know, like this Saw. Is the start of oh. a beautiful friendship. Casablanca, <laughs> Casablanca especially. Yeah. But you know, like Schindler's List, it could yeah. work. Yeah. Um, oh my Park. god, Jurassic Park, perfect. Fuck. The so helicopter with the you know yeah. Doot, 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 doot. <laughs> oh my god. There will be blood. He's just sitting in the bowling <laughs> yeah. alley. Yeah, I'm finished. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah. But yeah. like, no, 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 it doesn't play over the credits. There's a musical scene. <laughs> oh, with the punch. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's in, the, um, he's in there in the bowling. Together, together. together. Have you seen Michael Clayton, the uh, George Clooney film? Yes, I have. Yeah, 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 and it ends with just him in the car, and it's yeah. like a two-minute shot of him in the back of the car after all this stuff. Listening, listening to the radio. <laughs> He's not doing anything, and if he was just listening to the radio, <laughs> yeah, he'd just 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 go west. <laughs> Fucking <He's>... hell. <laughs> 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 it's so serious. That would be amazing. Oh. Like, yeah, serious, Clooney stand-off, stoically. Go west. <laughs> Life is peaceful <laughs> now. Clooney would love this song. As if Clooney wouldn't love this song. As if he wouldn't. Oh, fuck yeah. What a jam. This is this is the creme de la creme. You know, we are getting to the business end. It's oh. number one, right? Oh. <laughs> in my book, oh. in in everyone's book, in in a perfect world, this would be uh, the number one. But alas, we do have about seventeen more songs to talk about. <laughs> oh, that's surprising. That's, let's get it over with. Oh, all so right. downhill from here. All right, let's talk. Thank about you, Pet Shop Boys. Thank you, Pet Shop Boys, for you, everything. <laughs> Thank you for making me believe in me. Thank you for teaching me to learn and teach. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for taking me west. (laughs) And we are going to stay there in the autumn air. This is what we're gonna do. They all have moustaches. Sorry, that, the men's choir. Yes, they have <laughs> perfectly to. cultivated moustaches. It's, it's, it's so Soviet. Soviet. So Soviet. Oh, so Soviet. So Soviet and so clean. We are recording in the afternoon, and uh, let's just say, let's just say, it's, <laughs> it's about t- it's about twenty past four. It's it's, it's thirty seven past two. Yeah. Why would you break that? <laughs> it's 4.20 somewhere. That's being, uh, that's being edited out, you know. Oh, <laughs> God. 
Yes, and <laughs> you asshole. Uh, <laughs> at number seventeen, it's Cypress Hill with hits from the bong. With hits from Bomb, Mac, are you are you are you gonna take a hit? Um, look, no. You not? I'll sit in the room with them. You gotta pump and up sit, fast? And, and just be awkwardly chilling there at any stoner's party. <laughs> this like obviously the like what what for one of a better term that hyper weed culture is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> agree. It is so much worse than worse than tool fans. It's worse than being a chronic stoner. I like even like even as like. Like someone who is not against the idea of getting high on on the on the, the righteous herb, as they always fucking <laughs> the call it, herb. it's the worst thing. Like, I'm I was sooner lie and say that I want marijuana to be illegal forever and people that smoke it should be caged up. Then I would say, yeah, man, like that's a 420 blazer. Like it's just <laughs> a, it's vulgar and I fucking hate it and I hate the ironic appreciation of it as well. There's nothing positive about that kind of obnoxious. Bullshit 420 blaze it up culture. I fucking can't stand it. In the same way that I can't stand anybody that would say things that says things like, yeah, I want to just like pound a 40 and get way too wasted, like wasted and blur or anything like that. Like, come on, I fucking, I, I love like drinking nice scotch. I get drunk, <laughs> I had like 20 beers yesterday in the day. There's oh man. Something, there's nothing worse. You're such than a this, man. But there's, there's nothing worse than the pride that comes along with that kind of bullshit. What, what, there's, if you want. And the irony is that people who talk about that kind of thing are so quick to say that we should normalise the idea of marijuana to make it legal. Because I personally, I do think it should be legalised. I don't think people should be able to do it to their bodies whenever they want. If it's not going to harm somebody else, of course someone should be able to do that. But then if you're going to hop on the other leg and be like, oh, but there's something different, I'm doing something crazy, there's this super secret, ironic appreciation of this culture, then it all it does is lessen your cause. And it's the most... I can't fucking stand it. And so to begin with, obviously... Cypress Hill hits from the bomb. You got me on the fucking bad side, yeah. and like, and, and, uh, despite all that fucking <laughs> hatred, and despite the fact that every lyric in the song is fucking insanely bad, despite all that shit, 
When the that smelly of, green shit. That smelly green shit. When the sound of Preacher Man sample started, I kind of got into it. <laughs> it was just kind of relaxing and kind of cool. And the beat work worked really well with oh, the sample. Oh, the beat's so cruisy. Yeah. Everything about the song, apart from the lyrics, is fantastic. And also the sample of someone chuffing a cone. <laughs> I can't um, stand that. that, that and it's done uh, heaps. The bubbling. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's on loop like everything else. And yeah. it's, if you listen to it on headphones, especially, yeah, it's it really bumps. hard to yeah. deal with. It's so bad. And like, thankfully, the song is mercifully fucking short. Thank God, it's like two and a half minutes. But even that is fucking insane. Like, because I think the parts of the song that are not them rapping about like uh, chuffing it work okay. But it's yeah. just them. Like again, we said before when we we're talking about insane in the membrane. And how I can't really see me getting into a band whose greatest hits are called Greatest Hits from the Bong. <laughs> this is exactly fucking why. It's this kind of bullshit that I just cannot fucking stand. I can't stand it when reggae bands do it. I can't stand it when punk bands do it. Um, except when they're fiddler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I certainly can't fucking stand it when it's this piece of shit. It's vulgar and yeah. it's fucking horrible. Bonsha, Yo. Give us, uh, give us your take on the, on the bong. Well, I think anyone's a madman if they don't want to... Choke on the ball. Hey! <laughs> Man. Could you, could you pass it to the left? Yeah. I think anyone's a madman if they don't want to switch the position of this song in Insane in the Membrane. Yeah. I think yes, that's, exactly. a, that's a crazy... I was going to say that. Yeah. Like, everything that this song does, Insane in the Membrane does better. Absolutely. Um, I, I agree. The production is clearly the highlight of this song, but even the, the flow and whatever is kind of a bit phoned in. They're doing almost exactly the same thing as they do in Insane in the Membrane, and it's done a whole lot better there. Yeah. It is a mercy that it is the length that it is. It certainly couldn't have been any longer, and I totally think that the only reason it did get this high is because of the people who are subscribed to the culture that you're so against, yeah. Andrew, voting it up there. Yeah, you know, yeah it's exactly. Like they, they are the ones who are propagating this and they're using this song as their mouthpiece. Mm. So it's a bit hard to get on side with it, but, you know, like, I don't hate Cypress Hill. I think, I think man, the, like, the production and their loops and this and, and all the sampling is just is jamming. Uh, yeah, and, man, that bong sample gets to me. It gets to me, <laughs> <laughs> it gets to me so bad. Yeah, it just gets under my skin. <laughs> Yeah, I totally want to swap Insane in the Brain in because I fucking I dig the shit out of that song. I will stage oh, yeah. start, I will stage start to that song it's for the song. days. Yeah, but this is just like, oh god, really? All right, what else? Like, I don't. I guess I don't really uh, get as irritated by like weed culture as you do. Like, I love June Rats and I love the Bennies and bands like that. Just because I find it silly and dumb and innocent. Like, like you said, if it's not hurting anyone, then it's fine. But if it's just as obnoxious and just dumb and fucking annoying as shit like this, then you're just like, oh, alright. Nah. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 there's a line... And, and you, you, you've done the line, yeah. and now you've stepped over yeah. it to get to the couch to blaze up. So, ugh, like, the beat's kind of cruisy and whatever, but, yeah, in terms of, like, shit that I go ape shit for for fucking Cyprus, this, this ain't is it. not it. No. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think, um, generally, drugs should probably be decriminalised, but drug culture... Heavily, heavily criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I think smoke some marijuana, but if you post a photo of it with you next to a clock at four twenty, you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You're gone forever. Like I, I hate it. It's, like, it's so obnoxious. It just yeah. Like yeah. Right, right from the start with the title, I'm just like no. I like. Yeah. I am against this song. I think the sample 
nearly approaches being like a redeeming trait to the song but like it's not enough like I don't get anything from the production because the song isn't the song isn't doing anything like other yeah, than just making me really really annoyed and yeah. like yeah no no way yeah <laughs> what is it doing here like Oh, it's, you know, the, the, the people who got it up there got it up there. Yeah. They're, they're horrible people. They, they oh. vote. They have the vote. Fuck those people. Until you throw them in jail. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Just saying your address is 420 High Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight to jail. <laughs> in conclusion... <sighs> Straight <Yeah>. to jail. <laughs> We have one last song to talk about today. At number 16, it's Urge Overkill with Sister Havana. With Sister Havana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, this was happening as well in 1993. Uh, we've got uh, Nirvana releasing one of the definitive rock songs of the ages. You've got Pet Shop Boys releasing the gayest song of all time. You've got Cypress Hill blazing up. And then you've just got this. Lame, it's, it's, lame it's, duck it's, commercial rock. It's good to know where beige exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is commercial rock that couldn't even crack commercial radio. No, It's yeah. just like, yeah, I think we're going to go with American Life in the Summertime, thanks all yeah. the same. You have absolutely nothing to contribute. You are dog shit. Yeah. There's not, there's not a single original idea in this song. This band will forever be confined to the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Exactly. And that yeah, is where they cover. will fucking yeah. stay. And that is that where they will fucking die. Fuck this band of shitty, nasty fucking hacks. Dude, Ugh. it's not even worth that, man. I fucking hate this. This blows fucking It's bad junk. because it's so middle of the road and generic, which Ugh. is in a way worse than... This, is, this yeah. is so middle of the road that you want to swerve in order to directly hit it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get on my high horse about F1. I'll get on my high horse about E17 because they, oh, you know, they actively are detrimental to my life when they're around. <laughs> this, I can't even remember what it sounds like. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I, I'm just confused about this song. Like, what? what is it? What is this song about? I do not understand this song. Or what it is doing at this point? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it. What I think it is. I think it's like a band 
trying to be Motley Crue with yeah, so much did, less yeah. enthusiasm and way too late. Yeah, but you this could have been a hair metal song it if might, it was released at the right time way. and it was done with more, with more chutzpah. I reckon it doesn't have the chutzpah. love your Aerosmith, your Motley Crue, and your GNR and they yeah, channel those pop rock influences into the most watered down, pissy, oh. yeah. like one tenth in the water supply. Precisely. This has been like hair metal done by a youth pastor. And that's yeah. exactly what it fucking sounds like. That's fine. Yeah. That's so I would, I would be up for seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, actually, I would say that. <laughs> cool youth uh, pastor on Twitter. Cool youth guys, <laughs> I've seen some youth pastors playing bands. <laughs> like, I, had, I had a troubled teenage life. I saw some With stuff. Pastors. That was one of things, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah pastors think, rocking out. Ugh. I think, interestingly, uh, not this, not the record that this song is from, but the previous one was um, engineered by Steve Albini, who, oh, as we, who, as we know, is a uh, engineer for Rent. Anybody can hire him. Yeah, so right. So it's not up to him. That's not. He didn't do him. this though. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and in an interview, that someone asked him who was the, which band was the worst to work with, and he replied quickly, "Urge Overkill," because they couldn't even play their fucking instruments. Wow. Oh man, good God! So, I like, I, I, I guess maybe they just really wanted to be a band. Yeah, and you know. Make albums. And, uh, they, just, they forgot to be a band. Yeah, I just, I'm just confused by this. Yeah, song. they have nothing to say. They, 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 you can tell they're one of those bands. Like so many people in so many artistic pursuits, they didn't want to say anything or do anything. Mm. They wanted the image of being this. Like you see writers who just want to. They don't, want, they don't have anything to say, but they want to be a writer. These guys didn't want, didn't have a message or anything interesting to do or say, but they really fucking wanted to be a band, and that's what you get. You get Sister Havana. Yeah, it's, it's just. It's the worst because it's absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's the worst. It's, it's, nothing, it's the worst. It's a four out of ten. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, that's not the worst to me. The, the worst. The worst is being offensively bad. This is this is the baseline of nothing. I think yeah, the only this worst, is this is yeah. like next to silence. Yeah. <laughs> look, this song's so fucking bad. It made Uma Thurman want to overdose on cocaine. Yeah, so. and look, turns yeah. out yeah, that, that, that was the correct option for a time. <laughs> yeah, so, rock that line of heroin. Uh, God. But like, what is it doing here? Yeah, like, what is it doing here? What, it's insane. Well, we can understand who votes. Australia. We can understand who votes for hits from the bong. We can understand who votes for the Petrol Boys. Katie Lang, you know, the adult contemporary crowd getting on board with that one from from last week or whatever. But like, who is? Yeah, Katie Lang voted for the Petrol Boys. But like, <laughs> who did who this voted... strike a nerve with? Yeah. Like, yeah. who, who listens to this song and, and feels anything? Yeah. I don't it's know. It's just like, right, straight to the top. I would, but God, I really want to know that. Yeah. I, I actually am genuinely curious. Who, who, you who, who walks to the post box to mail their yeah. vote yeah. for this song? Yeah, it was you so voted. many songs Seriously, if you voted in the 1993 Hottest 100, get in touch with us. We would love to fucking speak with you. Yeah, no matter what you voted for, actually. Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So, in conclusion, fuck this bad. Yep. Uh-huh. Fuck this bat. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands. Thank you so much for being involved. Before we get out of here, let's talk about our favourite songs and our least favourite songs from today's episode. Let's start with Nathan. Go worst! His obvious favourite uh, and least favourite. I'm going to go with Cypress Hill, even though Urge Overkill is... No, whatever. Like, Cypress Hill made me angriest. Yeah. Yeah. I am, uh, yeah, I have to go Heart Shape Box for my favourite, because, yeah, it might well be my favourite song in the entire countdown. Just just, just throwing it out there. It, it, it'd be very, very up there for me, personally. And least favourite, gotta be fucking Sister Havana. Fuck that song. Adam? When I say that I love something as much as it's possible to love something, <laughs> it, it's fucking I'm pretty sure that's my favourite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and I'm going to go with Sister Havana. I like the production and hits from the bong, and I'm not as annoyed by drug culture and that kind of thing as you guys are. Andrew, favorite uh, Nirvana again? Yeah, one, like I said, wonderful songs, but my criticisms and of the culture surrounding it, I think it's a terrific song, and most hated is easily hits from the bong. Well, you know the drill by now. Watch you rate, review, subscribe on Facebook or on WordPress. Get amongst it, get involved, send us some hate mail, send us some dick pics. Send us a drawing of a layered rainbow cake of arse cum, because I'd really like oh, to see that. Oh, don't do that. No, no, no. Really? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> hey, this is just for me. This is, this is send my... It, send it to... Tweet it to Dave. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Better. Tweet it to Adam. <laughs> yeah. You'll have it. Tweet, tweet anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll have a Twitter account by the time this season is over. We'll, we'll make sure it happens. It won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> At not Adam Boncher. <laughs> No, it's me with like a big moustache and a bunch of parody accounts parody account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious as to what that would involve Ooh, I'm mad at you that would, that would be every tweet that's going to be very hard to type it is it's just all caps yeah <laughs> well on behalf of Mr. Adam Buncher this is the real me on Not behalf of Mr. Nathan Harrison thank you and on behalf of Mr. <laughs> Andrew McDonald so long <sighs> my name is David James Young keep music west Goodbye! Yeah. Woo! That's what Russia was like. I, <laughs> you know. It's Soviet Russia, mustache grow you! The West come to you. <laughs> 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 Hottest 100s and thousands is filmed in front of a live studio audience.